Hello everyone, this is Pam Ostrowski, and I want to know how your Facebook engagement's going. So uh, one of the things that we're starting off with today is talking about the top two conferences in digital marketing that I attended over the last two weeks. So um, I wanted to share all of that information with you. Some of it we've talked about quite a bit, but there's some new spins on things like video and Facebook. But I also wanted to find out while people are joining, good morning, Kelly. <laughs> good morning, John. Um, is, is making sure that you understand what needs to happen with both your Facebook business and your Facebook personal pages as far as getting reach. So um, remember that, and we're gonna, I'm gonna give you some actual examples of, of talking about how do you get more engagement. Um, the just saying open house and giving an address and saying four bedroom, three baths, Facebook will not feed that information to anyone pretty much because it's boring. Um, so what we need to focus on is making sure that you're changing up your tone, that you're conversational, that you're entertaining. Um, and, and remember too, this is a, a mistake that, that um, a lot of agents make that, um, hi Fran, um, is that it, it feels like call now and get your Ginzu knives for free, uh, where it's like, you know, must see, you know, this one won't last long. Um, all those absolutely horrible phrases that sound like the 1980s, um, really bad infomercials. So don't do that. If I ever see that, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, come on in to your messenger. <laughs> of course, if you shut off messenger, it will be hard for me to reach you. But, uh, <laughs> but the idea here is that we really want to make sure that you're talking to your readers as people. And, um, there's a quote from one of the speakers that says that people trust imperfect people. So it's important for you to not sell and push in your Facebook posts because Facebook is paying attention to whether your voice on your, on your website matches. And if you don't have a voice on your website, that's a whole other problem. In other words, if you just go to a standard IDX page where there's a list of homes, that's a real problem and we need to get it fixed. You need to have personality on your page. And I don't know if John, John Garza's on our, our call today yet, but um, one of the things that, that we talked about was it's all about the homes. You know, check out this home and there's these homes that are available and then there's these communities. And by the time you get down to, there's no hello at all. Would you immediately walk up to a stranger at a, at a coffee shop and say, um, did you know that the home down at 1234 Smith Street is for sale? And basically has four bedrooms, three baths, and has stainless steel appliances in the kitchen with granite countertops. So it, that would be rude. It would be weird. And they would probably run away from you. Why would you ever think that using social media to, to have a conversation would be any different than how you would start a conversation at a coffee shop with a stranger? Remember, these are strangers. They're cold traffic. That's what they're called, cold traffic. In other words, they're coming through, uh, seeing your ad or your post, and they're, they're looking and deciding what to do with that. So, <laughs> well, it's true though, Judy. I mean, we talk about this and it's, um, it, it's one of those things where, um, agents aren't getting this message. So the good news is because you're here today, um, you're going to learn how to make sure 
that you're doing the right things on Facebook. Okay, and so ultimately it really is about tone. I did post a few things from the conferences uh, while I was there. I was sending out pictures and that type of thing. Go back and look at those. The last two weeks, look at the posts. I don't think I did too many at um, Traffic and, uh, and con uh, Conversion Summit. I think I did most of them the week before, February 21st and 22nd, because um, to me that was the better conference of the two, although there were nuggets, lots of nuggets um, from both of them. So I do want to make sure that um, you do one more tip. Now, this one I haven't shared before, and I kind of picked it up from uh, one of the, um, hey, Tom, hey, Hal, hi, Jennifer, um, that I picked it up from, from one of the conferences, which was, uh, and also something we've talked about, it's kind of a combination, where if you're Facebook friends with clients, with any of your, your sphere of influence, right, um, or your prospects, set aside time on a Saturday or a Sunday when you're having a cup of coffee, excuse me, and, um, and, and spend some time going through and going to their news feeds. So go through your news feed and find them and go to their pages and then like some of their posts because, and, and now Facebook has something at the top of everyone's page on the right-hand side where it says friends, if you click on that, or I think even if you hover on it, it says get notifications. You can turn that on and turn it off. So that's a new feature. You didn't used to be able to do that. So make sure that you turn on get notifications. And for two reasons. One is this is about giving before you can receive. So if you aren't um, spending time making sure that you like their posts, Facebook won't show them to you anymore. You are basically saying by not saying get notifications or by not liking, commenting, or sharing somebody else's post that you want to get business from or get referrals from, um, that you don't want to see or hear from this individual. It's kind of like not answering your phone. <laughs> um, you know, that was always the hint, like I'm not returning your messages and I'm not, you know, that's what Facebook is interpreting, not going in and liking posts. So for instance, on the business pages, you don't get, get notifications, I don't think. I'll check and make sure. You guys could check here, as a matter of fact. But um, that's why I ask, if you want the tips and the tricks and the posts that I do to help you with your business, then you need to like the posts. You need to show engagement. You need to share your posts with other agents to let them know that you're learning stuff and that you'd like them to, you know, like to help them out. You guys aren't enemies. <laughs> so um, let's see, um, are like and commented ranked by, yes, they are. Uh, yeah, so they're, stat, they're metrics that Facebook uses, Hal. So Hal asked, um, are comments and shares uh, uh, basically uh, tracked or by Facebook? And the answer is yes, they pay attention to engagement. And um, they will show, they will allow more people to see your post if more people like and comment and share your posts. And how that's the reason why I always say that your team needs to share their business page posts is because those shares are important to your Facebook credibility and how far your ads reach. So that's the other thing most people don't know. If you don't do much on your business page, uh, Facebook notices that. And it looks at your ads page and goes, well, you know, you're, you're trying to buy traffic. That's fine. 
But, you know, if people aren't really engaging with your business page, well, they probably won't engage with your ad page. So let's go find, let's go look further. So then they look at your ad and they compare it to where you're pointing them to. So you can never do a Facebook ad with, without a link to something. Now, I would say 100% of the time that link should be to your website uh, and it should be matching with your message. So for instance, if we said, um, take a look at all of the homes in Appleton, Wisconsin, between the prices of $150,000 and $200,000, and then provide the link in the ad, and then learn more, and then and then they would expect, Facebook will check and see if, when you land on that page, is there a list of homes that are between those two prices. So they'll be able to look for the keywords and the code and all that good stuff. So this is an algorithm that does this. It's extremely smart and savvy, and um, these are the rules that we now need to play by. But but that was always the case. Do you guys remember, and <laughs> Judy's gonna smile, and Tom, uh, from the freezer to the oven to the table. So fr the freezer is Facebook, cold traffic, people that you do not know who do not know you, coming in, looking at your ads, or checking you out on Facebook. So if they see your ad, they're likely gonna click on the business page that's sponsoring the ad and go check it out, which is the reason why you have to keep your Facebook page, your business page, active and engaging. Because I'm coming in and that is the equivalent of your website to me. I saw your ad and there's over 224 million active daily active Facebook users. So if you're trying to promote to, um, to other geographies, um, that you have a much bigger swath. In Phoenix alone, there's one point, no, two point, 2.24 million. So I'm trying to keep track of how many, how many active ones are in Phoenix. So we're well into the two point millions. And so it's important for you to understand that, um, <laughs> what was did you, uh, corny, according where, um, so when we talk about cold traffic, they're going to go click on that to see what else your page says. Are there any tips? Are there any hints? What's there? What's interesting? What do you like? What's your tone? And that's the reason why it's so important that you post five times a week on your business page, not all at once. You can now hit the arrow next to publish and schedule those. Do them all at one time if you want. Do them once a day if you'd like. Just do them, okay? And you can just you know, Google what's happening in your area and use a tip like that. Go to type in home improvements. And and I just did a, a post on um, a City Corp did a, a had a, a freelancer write an article about um, fixer up buying a fixer upper versus a um, new home or a move in ready home. So those are things that are really easy to find guys. Just Google them. That's the easiest way to do this, to get information. So Fran, you mean post on your personal page about your business? No, Fran, that's not what I meant. Um, so sorry about that. Um, so the, the, you have to post from your business page and share it to your personal page. Okay. So I'm not talking about your personal page at all as your starting point. Never do that. All right, because first of all, there's uh, usually some gotchas on how to do that, and secondly, um, you want to start with your business. You're the you're the face of the business, right? And if you don't post on your business page first, it's very hard for you to share the other way. Most businesses, whether you own them or not, um, Facebook doesn't like a personal person trying to post on a business page, and so it's the other way around post on your business page, and then share to your personal page. 
Um, and then how much posting is too much? Um, well, that's an interesting question, how it depends on what the content is. So uh, you can sound pretty desperate um, if, you, if you're just constantly on Facebook. So one post a day is plenty. Um, and if you want to do seven days a week, that's fine. Five is, is perfect, bottom line. Um, people will see it. If you want, you can post twice a day. Um, just make sure that your timing is, is right, right? So now you never want to do a bunch of posts all at once. Because if you set, do publish all, all at once and don't schedule them out, um, people aren't likely to see most of those posts uh, or any of them. So one thing to note on both business pages, well, primarily business pages, but also personal pages, um, because the two are kind of coming together. I think Facebook at some point in time, um, it, well, right now they're already using the same algorithms for personal and business page. So if your content isn't engaging on business, that you don't get as much reach. And if it's not engaging on personal page. So Hal, I'll use you as an example. Yesterday you, you posted an image of something uh, and I actually just scanned through it. But you wrote at the post text, I am you, question mark. Facebook won't show that. Also showing, putting uh, Facebook, um, putting lots of text on your post is also not good. So if your photo has a question written out or, um, you know, some sort of inspirational phrase, you can do that once in a while. But if you're doing it on a regular basis, um, you need to include an image and then you type in the quote would be better because um, Facebook doesn't like a lot of text on images. And one of the things that at the conference they talked about is if you can use an image that shows the result of what feeling you want the person reading this to have, you're better off using that. And images rule, right? So just using text, Facebook's like, that's not interesting. That's not funny. It's not entertaining. It's just you're going to make me read this. So that's one of the reasons why. Uh, and, and your post text has to be at least two lines. Um, I've said this a million times. So I'm going to say it another million times, most likely. But you have to have at least two lines of post text where you act like you're a human being. You are almost all of you are high eyes. You chat and talk till the cows come home. But when you get on Facebook, you ask, you, you write five words. That's not going to work. Facebook's not going to, it's like you don't know how to write and you don't know how to engage with people. So forget it. So that's really important to know. So, um, let's see, is there any other questions? Uh, at some point, could you share with us the difference between squeeze page and landing page, if any? Uh, the Facebook release will come after you, okay. So, um, so there's no difference, okay. So the landing page, okay, let's see if I can raise. So basically, people are screwing up um, how they use the terms, right? It's all about visuals. And you know how people use different words to um, to express something. Well, basically a landing page and a squeeze page are the same thing. The squeeze page terminology came before websites really became prominent. And so the idea is, is that there is squeeze page, landing page software out there, like lead pages as an example. 
and the idea would be that it's a standalone page. So it's basically designed for um, if you were selling calculators, right? So you have this little calculator and you want, you know, buy, buy 10 and get them for a buck each. Um, and then you would, you, that would be the Facebook ad, and then they would go to a squeeze page. And the squeeze page just means we're going to take a large audience, see if I can get into the phone here, a large audience, and we're going to squeeze them into the landing page or squeeze page where that's where you'll sell your product. Well, the challenge with that is, is that there's no branding. There's no information on that page. So when you sign up for a webinar or a workshop with me, I'm sending you to a landing page or a squeeze page for you to sign up. You'll notice there's pretty much nothing about me. It's not tied into Power Words, Power Profit, nothing. It's just all standalone. You guys can't afford to do that. Um, the You need to be pointing to a page on your website. So Fran, you had asked me this question. You basically are going from Facebook to your website. That's all you guys need to remember. And it's a page on your website. And when you talk about a post, you're going to copy the, the, the entire link that's at the top, the URL at the top that starts with your domain name. So uh, welcome to Phoenix Homes. Um, and then notice a forward slash and then the page name. That's what you're going to copy and put into your Facebook post or into your Facebook ad. And that link is specific to whatever you're advertising or whatever you're talking about. So you do not ever want to point people to just your homepage um, unless you want to, if at the very top of your page, there's a search, uh, a search capability, an IDX search, in which case you could say, you know, and, and Tom, you and I talked about this. Most people, and this is really scary, guys, most people do not know that realtors have an MLS search capability on their sites. Most of them do not. They go straight to Zillow, Trulia, uh, Redfin, uh, Realtor.com. You know, they don't even think that a realtor would have a website. So we need to, as marketers, get better at letting people know, yeah, we do. Check out our website. And you can see why. If you if you look at Facebook posts, most agents are just like, open house or, you know, um, uh, you know, check out this, you know, this gem. I hate that word. Um, and, and so they, they real hypey and then it points right to the MLS page, right? So there's no branding. This is, this is the MLS page that, that has nothing but the house on it, right? So who cares? And now I've lost who it was I was looking at in the first place. So you've, you've totally lost your brand in the mix. So again, the, it's very simple. Post on your business page, include a link to your web pages, one of your web pages, and then share that over to your personal page. Okay, that's how the traffic needs to move from one spot to the other. Now, I did get a question from someone who said, oh, I heard that, that you don't need a, a personal, you don't need a business page. Remember, okay, there's a, so first of all, if you ever hear anybody say that, Tell them, if you never want to have any communications out to anybody, that would be your right strategy. Because one of the biggest, um, what's the right word that's politically correct? Um, misrepresentations of information. Uh, these people are dead wrong, is the bottom line. So they're, they're not taking the training that I do every week on Facebook and on social media and digital marketing. 
they're just basing it on two years ago I took a class and now I'm going to share it with you and even two years ago that wasn't true so um, the the thing is is that you can't advertise from a personal page and you guys have to advertise you your brand will not be seen otherwise you can't create a website and have a business have a page a Facebook page and sit there and wait for somebody to find you you're gonna die a slow painful death that way uh, and, you know because there's, nothing's gonna happen so no one's gonna know about you so if you can't advertise then why have a personal page right so then the personal page people say oh well you know I've got tons of people well Facebook has just shut that down because even if you have a thousand uh, Facebook friends that which is pretty impressive um, if you didn't buy them like from Russia because um, that's when you buy posts when you buy likes for these different services and I think they're most of them have been shut down now because it was kind of illegal um, but they were getting international people liking your page who have nothing to do with your market so um, if you have a thousand people liking your page your personal page Facebook is now saying if your posts if they're not engaging with your posts and they're just your Facebook friends we're not going to send it to them so that goes back to my whole thing about make sure that you go and like their posts because what they're going to do is go back and like yours so they're gonna see your name and go I wonder why I haven't heard from them and they'll go to your Facebook page they'll click on your name they'll go to your page and go oh my gosh you know I like that post and I like that post and I like that post now whatever you do do not go out on Facebook and say please like my posts I hope there was a whole flurry of that last month early February where people are like well you know with these new rules they're not new rules first of all Facebook has been doing this on the business side forever but they've also been doing it slow they haven't enforced it on the personal pages and now they are so this isn't new it's what I've been telling you for the past 10 years um, Wow okay eight uh, <laughs> um, is is that you have to be entertaining you have to be inspiring you have to educate you can inform you can be funny so that's entertainment but you got to be one of those that's it none of this boring you know hey this is funny yeah nobody cares so we are in an age where you don't have a lot of time to look through things and read them so you know two or three lines is fine if I'm educating so you'll notice on my page I've got longer posts because I'm educating you I'm telling you go to this page this is what you're gonna find this is what you're gonna benefit how you're gonna benefit so use my page as an example of how long your post should be what type of information is there if there's something funny like I did Daffy Duck yesterday for to promote or two days ago to promote the, the this uh, session that's what that's all about so Judy said but you don't want to wear out your friends if you post on the personal page so um, so you can't you can't wear out your friends so <laughs> let me back up a little bit so let's 1,000 friends let's say you have 1,000 friends about 220 of them see your posts Facebook doesn't show your newsfeed to all of your friends I don't know where that came from I don't know who's telling you that stuff but they're dead wrong and now they're lying in my opinion it's like if you don't know what you're talking about you shouldn't be standing in front of people telling them this so what Facebook is doing is it shows it decides based on interaction how many people see your posts so if the same 20 people see your posts they can they can 
you know, just ignore it. And odds are they're not going to see it because they're not going to look all the way through their news feed for the rest of the full day. So you're not going to wear people out as long as you are one of these four things. Entertaining, informing, demonstrating or, or, or doing some sort of a video that's, that's interesting, um, or providing, um, some sort of news data. Okay. So if your, if your Facebook posts are boring, that's why your friends are saying, you know what? Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have anything to do with you. And odds are some of them just aren't engaged with you at all. So that's what happens there. Um, so, uh, again, if you have a thousand friends, only about 20 of them. So Facebook says between two and 10%, depending on engagement. So, um, yeah, exactly. So if you're, if you're not engaging, people are, if you, if your posts are bad, that's the bottom line. If you have crappy posts, Facebook's noticing it now. It's feeding it to fewer people. And you're going to notice that in your reach numbers, um, on your business pages. Um, but if you are engaging, if you are entertaining and Facebook's also rewarding you more for doing video. So if you do a video with you in it, okay, so you can walk around a farmer's market, but people don't care because they don't know where we are and what we're doing. If you put your tripod up and you interview someone with you in the picture, that now becomes interesting. Remember, you wouldn't watch. What would you watch? What do you find entertaining, right? Um, it's, it's a matter of engaging people. And you guys know how to do this because you're high eyes for the most part on the disc profile. So you know how to have a conversation. Grab, you know, if you grab your local agent and, and have a, a really short conversation. So one of the things that I tell you guys to do is to go leave your houses. Okay. So remember multi-pronged approach. So this is episode 67. In episode 66, we talked about the fork. Oh, hey. I brought one with me. So multi-pronged approach, um, Facebook, video, uh, getting out of the house, right? So, you know, going and doing something like socializing, get a sticker for the back of your laptop and three days a week, spend time in the same coffee shop. And so that you get to know people and they get to know you. Believe me, we all go to the same coffee shops. We don't like switch it up a lot. So you people will get to know you. And if your sticker on the back of your laptop says, ask me about real estate, or do you know how much your home is worth, or got real estate questions, which I prefer that one, then then that's going to get engagement. The next thing that you do is you find out who owns the coffee shop or who's managing it and say, hey, let's let's do a quick, really quick, um, meaning 30 seconds or less, uh, in, uh, video. And, and don't start with the introduction of, hey, this is, you know, Pam Ostrowski. Instead, you would say, um, we're at Joe's Coffee Shop. And, you know, John here happens to be the manager. John, you know, tell me about what's, what's February's or what's March's special? Or are you doing anything special for, for, with coffee for, um, uh, St. Patrick's Day? And he'd be like, well, we're doing da 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 da. We're running it for $1.99. Perfect. That sounds great. Joe's Coffee Shop is located at 1234 Smith Street. All right. This is Pam Ostrowski with, you know, we're, you know, whatever realty you're with. Um, you know, check it out. We're over in this neighborhood. So we'll see you soon. And that's it. No selling, no phone numbers, no website, nothing none of that crap. Okay. See the difference. Um, 
memes and and yeah and uh fall video what did you say fail videos i can't tell what that says i'm trying to read my phone and the print's really small um the way to post on the business page about the facts that um okay so i'm i'll read that in a, a little bit later fran but first of all if you're a power words power profit member you have over 40 facebook posts already written for you you don't really have to think about this at all zero you, you, you would, I would prefer, and Facebook prefers real photos with good lighting, right? So you don't want dark lighting and grainy photos or, or worse yet, what people most, most agents don't understand is taking a picture inside under fluorescent light really ruins the photography of it. So get someplace either outside or get next to an incandescent lamp or a natural lighting um, that, that does, isn't fluorescent, because fluorescent lights really mess with the phone cameras. And it's the worst way to take a picture. So, but memes, Chris, to your point, uh, memes are really good. Um, you know, any sort of video, Facebook Live video, um, is, uh, is gonna make a difference on your reach and entertainment. So um, it really is about engagement. So that's, some of what I learned, uh, but also got reinforced and also what we've been talking about forever. Basically, if, if you need help with Facebook, just, you know, look at, go to the videos tab on this page and you'll see, just scroll through and you'll see which, um, the, the word Facebook will be in those videos. I think you can even search for terms within videos, um, within the video title. And if, and, go watch those, okay? And then if you're a Power Words, Power Profit member, there's tons of videos on Facebook and more to come uh, because I've got to update it. So um, I'm, because <laughs> that's the way Facebook is, right? So I want to be sure that, again, you go spend time uh, engaging, you know, going and liking other people's posts and sharing them or commenting and saying, cool, even if you say cool or nice job or congratulations on something, that's considered engagement. And then they're going to see that you're going to get a notification that you said something and they're going to be like, oh, you know, Tom Mayer, gosh, I haven't heard from him in forever. And they're going to go to your page. And on your page, if they go to your personal page, they will see the posts from your business page there as well. Oh, I didn't know Tom was in real estate. Oh, that's really cool. And then on your personal page in the intro, you will have your website and or your Facebook page link, your business page link. Okay. And they're going to go, oh, that's, that's where his website is. I'm going to go check it out. Or that's his Facebook page. Or if it, because it's shared, uh, from your business page to your personal page, it will say, um, it'll include that information so they'll be able to see what your Facebook page name is. So that's how people think and work today. And if this is hard for you to keep up with, I totally get it. But you need to pay attention, you need to be writing stuff down, and you need to do it. Doing it will get rid of that fear and that angst about, you know, what it is that, that you need to do next. All right, this is, these are the basics of Facebook. This, this isn't even, you know, getting into ads and how much that all has changed. Um, so let's um, move forward with some other stuff. Now, one thing that we did talk about in episode 66 is um, uh, the whole idea of, of getting started with your real estate marketing. So some of the basics of things and the multi-pronged approach, right? So you've got, you might do postcards as your fourth one, or you might, actually YouTube videos would be smarter. So I would say um, 
Facebook and then Facebook Live videos, so kind of a combination of those two. I would say getting out, uh, going to social networking meetings, meeting with your, your peeps, your sphere of influence, setting up calls and meetings with them, uh, meet for coffee. Uh, and then the other one would be YouTube because one of the things that they talked about was that YouTube ads um, are not being used very much. Now, we're not talking about the pre-roll ad, you know, right before you, like if you Googled, you know, how to, how to use something, um, uh, how to build a fort. And so you, you Googled how to build a fort and then some sort of an ad comes up uh, based on wood products because that's how Facebook knows that, uh, or Facebook, YouTube knows, Google knows because of the search terms, right? So if you say how to build a fort, then they're going to say, well, you need supplies. So they're probably going to, it's going to be a Home Depot ad or something related to building. So um, you don't want to do those because most people skip, right? Um, as fast as they possibly can in those four seconds. So really, when you do a, a YouTube ad like that, you've really got to hook the person. You, you can't just say, you know, well, this is me and let's talk about me and I'm doing an open house. It's got to be about... Um, you know, even with Facebook live videos, it's like the master suite. This is how you start a video. And we talked, the, they talked incessantly about video, um, in the first conference, the digital, uh, summit, uh, in Phoenix. And they incessantly said, you know, you've got to hook them. You've got eight seconds at most. And, um, 15 seconds is as long as the video should be. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's short. Um, so you want to be able to say, you should see the master bedroom or master suite in this house, or you should see the backyard, you know, whatever it is, whatever that number one feature is. And, and it, if it doesn't have a feature, talk about the neighborhood, <laughs> you know, ultimately that's it. Or you're right in the center of everything here. Do you know where I'm at? Well, you got to check out this house. We're lo it's located at da, 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 da. And we're doing an open house. So the open house is at the end of the conversation. You've got to hook people first. So what's your compelling? This requires planning. Um, and it was funny. One of the guys, uh, Brad Martineau from Sixth Division, uh, he's a software guru, um, was saying, has anybody had the eight Home Depot run day? And everybody raised their hands, meaning that, you know, you have a project that you're going to do. You're going to change the light in your bathroom. So you run to Home Depot, you buy the light. And then you realize that you need some, uh, you know, some sort of wire knobs or something. So you run back to Home Depot and you get a, get the wire knobs. Then you uh, realize, oh, you know, I don't have the right caulking to put the right fixture back up and then seal it. Run back to Home Depot. So we all have these runs, right, where we go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And he said, if you had planned... And Brian Tracy talks about this. You will save 80% of the time doing anything if you plan it first. I mean, that's an alarming statistic. So if he had planned it and said, okay, I'm going to buy the light fixture. What else do I need? I need caulking. I need wire nuts. I need this. I need that. Write it all down on a list and make one Home Depot run. So the same is true when we're talking about um, planning for Facebook planning for YouTube, planning for any of this stuff. You can't just say, hey, I'm going to do this because it, it won't turn out well and it won't perform well. And then you're going to come to me and say, this doesn't work. No. One of the other quotes, one of my favorite quotes actually is, if your ads aren't converting to leads 
or your content isn't converting to leads, or I'm sorry, you're, if you're if you're not getting leads, right, or clients, then it's either traffic. So who you're targeting isn't paying attention to you. You don't have any credibility with them. You're going to have to warm them up more, give them more guides and tips and that type of thing. Or it's your content. Now, I've been talking about content for eight years. Facebook doesn't fail you. Your content fails you. And again, this goes back to what you're writing and how you're engaging people. Be human. Now, um, squeeze page only has two options, complete intended action or leave. So, so a squeeze page. So this was a question about squeeze pages versus landing pages. I, I think that it's the kiss of death for realtors who are in a relationship business to use a squeeze page or a landing page. You must use your website. Your website builds credibility. So if you point me to, um, top three tips, on um, or things to think about before I buy a home or the fixer upper versus a move in ready home. And that's what you're going to talk about. You include the link and I go read that. I'm now on your website. On your website, you should have your IDX search or a menu option that says search or a button. Now they do say that buttons perform better than links, by the way, on websites for what that's worth to you guys, because most of you don't have control of your own websites, but um, which is a whole other issue. Um, so what you, what you want to do is, um, realize that this is about branding. This is about building credibility and trust. By the time, if I see something and I get to know you, I'm more likely to do business with you. If you send them to a standalone landing page, like for instance, like when I do webinars, again, when I do webinars and when I do, um, workshops, you go to a standalone page. There's nothing about me. And there's usually nothing about you. And the functionality is very limited. Uh, you don't, you can't, and, and people aren't going to spend a lot of time reading. They're either going to sign up or they're not. Um, and nowadays, you know, for the, the um, software, the CRM software that are doing the pop-ups, people are just totally abandoning those sites. The abandon rates have skyrocketed. If you force a pop-up and, and you can't go do a search, for the first time, even for the first interaction for that first home, I'm leaving. And so you don't want that experience. So be careful when you're, because you pay attention to how this is happening. Facebook goes, to, you know, link, go get some cool information, maybe read a different article, get to, you know, go to about, you know, about Chris or about Mihal or about Tom, you know, kind of learn more about what's on this website. And then you do a search. And if the first thing that happens is, uh, a list comes up, you click on a house and it says, we would like, you know, to send you more information, they're going to leave. And now they're going to be pissed at you because you've just made this very difficult for them. So it's really important to not do that. So the, I talked with, um, uh, Michael Barber at Godfrey Marketing, and um, he was the guy who did all the email um, uh, conversations about stats and information, and I've got a bunch of that stuff, too, uh, for you. I mean, I <laughs> I don't know that I can get through this many notes um, and a bunch of photos uh, in, in an hour, but we'll give it a shot. So what he had said was um, the amount of abandonment rate for those types of pages where you send them, they click, and then a pop-up comes in and, and doesn't go away. In other words, you can't, you should, 
Google is actually penalizing pages that do that where you can't get out. So you can't close, you can't decline or anything. You're basically stuck. So then people just click the X button at the top of the window and get rid of your website completely. And they never, ever go back. So you just damaged your brand. So what the recommendation is, he, we were talking, because Hal, you and I have talked about this, how many homes should they be allowed to look at? And he said, I would say the minimum is three, uh, possibly four. And then you ask for their information so you can send them additional information uh, or to, so that they can look at other statistics. So the IDX that's on um, Hal and Tom's page actually um, tells you if you want information about the school system or about um, pricing history or whatever, you have to log in. So what it does is it says, here's your information. This is about the house and everything. But if you want anything more in detail, then you have to log in. That gives me the option. And then if I'm like, well, I really like this house, but I want to make sure the school system is good. I'm willing now to give you that information. So it, it really is about what are you going to give me in order for me to give you my email address? And then when you do give me, give, when I do give you my email address, you should have a welcome series of emails that say, Hey, you know, I'm not here to bug you. That would be a great subject title for your welcome. Um, you know, and, and whatever you do, don't creep them out. I saw that you were looking at my webpage and I noticed that you did X, Y, and Z and looked at these homes. Well, I can send you a list of all these homes, uh, you know, on a regular basis so that you know what's available as quickly as possible. Well, there's only, let's see, there's 1.2 million professionals in real estate. And I would say probably about 800,000 of them send that same email which is why I have different emails on Power Words, Power Profit, because that story is way old um, and, and nobody's going to pay any attention to it anymore. So your brand just goes down the toilet, basically. So you want to do welcome emails where you, that are personable. So how the campaign we have in MailChimp says, you know, how do you pick a realtor? How do you know if this is the right home for you? What are your wants versus your needs? Um, and these are all things in Power Words, Power Profit, guys. All you have to do is copy and paste. Um, you know, so all these different tips. Um, and then uh, we threw one in about Arcadia restaurants in the Arcadia area. So you could do the same thing. Or you can include uh, information about the top three restaurants, in your opinion, what your top three restaurants are in the area, and say, I hope you found this helpful. Those are all about staying engaged and adding value and being conversational and building a relationship. You know, you've heard ad nauseum, and I'd like to think I was one of the first people to do to use this as an example, but it's very much the dating relationship. You don't walk up to a stranger and say, let's get married, which is, you know, exactly what most real estate agents do. And so, you know, that's the reason why I created Power Words, Power Profit is to kind of help you Learn how to warm up someone, how to get them from cold traffic, cold leads to hot leads, otherwise known as people ready to buy who want to use you because they know enough about you to, um, in order to, to do business with you.
Okay. Um, let's see. Okay, Jennifer's working on it. Okay. Um, all right. So what else do we have? Um, gosh, there's a ton. So um, Michael Barber that I mentioned from uh, Godfrey. First of all, he said emails are alive and well. So the people who are out there saying emails dead um, are uninformed. Uh, again, you guys really have to pay attention to who you're listening to. And I know that's a struggle. I know that there's a ton of people out there being hype masters and going, well, the, you know, Joe just made, you know, $400,000 because he used my email you know, campaign or my ad campaign. Joe's probably an anomaly and Joe probably threw a lot of money at it. Um, so what, what I want to do with you guys is help you understand what needs to be done. And then you are going to have to build a budget for it. Now more than ever, you have to have a marketing budget. This is something that, you know, um, actually, you know, Gary Keller has talked about it forever, um, that top producing agents um, put aside at least $2,500 a month for marketing. Some put as much as $10,000 a month. Now, that's why they're top producers, right? They're investing money back into their business. Right now, you have to focus on the foundational elements of where to spend your money. And then it will basically turn into... Um, YouTube ads or uh, Facebook ads is where you'll be spending your money. Um, now, if people ask me about postcards. Um, I'm not a fan of postcards, uh, mostly because they don't. It's, it's a waste of money from the perspective of return on investment. So I'm all about the dollars in and dollars out. So how much visibility do you get? Well, if you spend, um, you know, two hundred dollars on five hundred postcards, and that's conservative, two hundred fifty dollars for five hundred postcards. You can spend that $250 on Facebook in a matter of one month and reach 20,000 people or 30,000 people, which means you're reaching most likely, um, you know, at least, you know, two or three zip codes. You're getting much more expansion, right? Because this is a numbers game, guys. If you just work a neighborhood of 200 people, guess what? About 50 other real estate agents are working that same group, but they're working it through paper. So if you if you work through paper, um, then the likelihood of you being thrown away because it's bad timing is huge. So you just threw that money away. Whereas on Facebook, if, if the average cost per someone clicking on a, a link is, um, you know, 20 cents, that's much more cost effective. And they moved to your website or, you know, they went to and got to know you. So you know that your brand at least got visibility. With a postcard, it's a dead end. You're either going to get a call or you're not. And people don't make phone calls anymore. So, you know, if your text on your content on your postcard is, you know, and you guys have seen examples of these huge paragraphs and stuff, you really risk throwing away that money. And you'd be so much smarter to use it on Facebook ads. So um, I will probably end up doing another Facebook ads webinar really soon uh, to help you walk through how to do this. And I'll record it and then put it on Power Words, Power Profit so you guys have it. Um, but the point here is, is that emails, so people are actually spending more time reading an email today than they did uh, the previous year. So it went up by 0.8 seconds. So not even one. But um, but the bottom line is, is that people are spending more time on email. Research has also shown that um, people indicate that email is the best way to reach them. It's their primary communication point. 
So this goes back to the, the top four things you need to do in your emails. Now what's interesting is, what did I do with it? Oh, it's buried. Um, is uh, they talked about, and I'm gonna post these links in the course of the next couple of days on PowerWords, PowerCrop, on this page, on this Facebook page. But check this out. Um, they were talking about graphics and how important images are in email. So this afternoon you're going to see um, an image that looks similar to this uh, on SOS on the on the this page this business page SOS Inc business page and I can't seem to get my my cam there we go it sort of kind of focuses it says newsletter creator for Gmail and basically it's a plugin that you can add to your um, to your Chrome uh, browser and when you go into Gmail you can now add a video and you can also track uh, upload your CSV files of your contacts and um, and then be able to um, create a news, what I would call, not a newsletter, because even though it calls it a newsletter, I would call it an e-blast, because emails are going to be watched and opened and read more uh, if they're more engaging, okay? So one of the examples here is actually, if you want to do a newsletter, you could, but newsletters are hard. So this is the New York Times newsletter, and it says, you know, top, you know, top 2017 top stories or whatever. And look at that. It's beautiful. It has a little bit of text on the side, but look at the layout. Do your emails look like that? Do your e-blasts look like that? E-blasts meaning you, one email, one typically one topic, and, um, and then... Uh, that's it. There's this. So what this does is the upside of it is it's lots of images and really big, bold print. The downside is there's too much information here. I don't know where to click. What we learned this year, 100 most read stories, 52 places to go, the year in apologies, six ways to be better with money. It's like, okay, there's a lot there. But notice that they're not hyperlinks anymore. They're, they're links, but they're in beautiful boxes so that you can just scroll over them. So, um, that tool is um, going to be in the email tomorrow, in the post, Facebook post tomorrow, and that's called reallygoodemails.com. And so they showed another um, example uh, of, you know, just different graphics. So you see that the graphics are very different. They can be um, cartoons, they can be memes, but the key here is, is that the graphic is, is conveying something. It's communicating the emotion that you want this individual to feel. It might be humor. It might be like when you see a heart, you know that's love. Uh, when you see beautiful beaches like this one, it must have to, something to do with travel. So, you know, if you, if you even showed photos of you with your clients, you know, and to me, the standing outside with the sold sign is fine, but it is overused. I would prefer to see you standing at a kitchen counter with a, uh, either your tablet, a laptop, preferably preferably those things rather than a piece of paper, but real estate still has paper in it, so that would be okay. And pointing to something, and you can look up at the camera, so do two different shots. One is looking down and pointing, like Kelly has done with her, at her uh, photos, or, and then another one looking up and smiling at the camera. Because eye contact, when I'm scrolling through my news feed for Facebook, for instance, is, is much more engaging with the reader, which is really what you're trying to go. The end goal is engagement. So 
um, when you when you first meet someone, uh, when they first give you your email, they're saying the welcome series should be four emails in the first week. So how we have to fix that? Because um, we're doing an email campaign through Mailchimp with Hal and Tom. So um, the so four emails in the first week means that. Um, it's about welcoming them and explaining the process. So you can say, you know, within the first, within an hour or immediately, you want to send the first uh, message and it might be, I'm not here to bug you. Um, <laughs> um, so, um, you know, it, the whole idea here is, is that we want to help you. We want to be here as your guide, Tom, your favorite word, um, as your guide in the real estate process. So you're going to get some tips. You're going to get some information about the neighborhoods that you've expressed interest in, um, about you know uh, resources that are available to you. Uh, it's not going to all be about real estate per se. We'll be you know sharing some cool stuff. So um, it's uh, <laughs> um, hi Jerry. Um, she's a little late, <laughs> uh, but she's here. That's what's important. Um, so. And then one of the other things that you can do, and um, I think this is probably the smartest thing to do, uh, and, and I'm probably going to do it for at least a couple of my clients, is show them how to use your website. Here's the reason. They don't know you have one. Seriously. Most people do not know that you have a website. And, and with Facebook not serving up your Facebook posts as much, even more people aren't going to know that. So what we would do is we would create a business page post and we'd say, check out this video um, on um, how to do a home search on my website. And then what we'll do is you can either boost that post. You can still boost posts. That's fine. Uh, it's not ideal. You still have to go into Facebook Ads Manager and create your target audiences so that you know who you're targeting. You do not want to just blast out information to everybody because... Um, generic information produces generic results. So um, you want to keep the video to, um, and you can use Screencast-O-Matic. That's my favorite free tool. Um, and basically all it does is it captures what's on your screen and then records it. So you just hit record and then you're on your website and you can say who you are and say, this is my website and, you know, point, take the cursor because it's actually videoing whatever you're doing on the screen and point to the website name and say, now these are our handsome faces or this is, this is me, uh, you know, working with, you know, one of my clients and this is information is here to help you understand what might, what's important to, to me about you. And then say, now, if we search, let me show you an example of a search. And then you do the search and it shows up the results and you say, that's step one. Have fun. And that's it, right? So it's less than 60 seconds. And then you could do a second video for home sellers. How do you find out how much your home is worth? You know, so show the different articles that you have about to sellers um, about that information. So these are all things that you can do um, to engage people that are cheap, like free. <laughs> and then if you're going to do a Facebook ad, maybe you, you know, do the Facebook ad for five bucks for 10 days. See how it does. You know, most likely if it's a video, it's going to skyrocket. You know, you're going to for, for $5 a day or you, you know, it depends on how you want to spend your money. Facebook would prefer that obviously that you spend, you know, $10 a day for 30 days. So it's usually if people ask me this all the time, how much money should I spend on Facebook? Um, $300 a month is, is the, the pretty much the 
sweet spot for real estate. Do you have to spend that much? No, of course not. Um, but you don't want to ever do an, an ad for three days, for instance. You want you want to start your ads um, on a you know Wednesday or Thursday and have them run through Sunday night um, because Monday is kind of a dicey day for Facebook. You don't usually get as much engagement. However, um, depending on what people are looking for, it, it can't hurt. It really is a testing. Uh, tool to find out what works with your particular audiences, right? And your audience has to be big enough. It's one of the biggest challenges that you know we were kind of talking about at the conference is how big is the right audience? And for cold traffic, remember, these are people who don't know you. And Facebook now has to go out and say, you know, are you interested in this? Ed? Are you are you interested? Are you interested? Oh, there's somebody who's interested. Okay, what do you look like? What are your interests? What what type of uh, person are you? And then they're gonna that algorithm is gonna go off and find more people like that because that person clicked on the ad, that person engaged, and so um, it's important that. Um, you allow the algorithm time to do its work. So it's usually four days. I usually run them for five. I would prefer to run them for 10. So that's kind of um, a heads up on budget for how much you should be spending on Facebook uh, for ads. Now, that brings us to um, some interesting YouTube ads. So I mentioned YouTube ads and not doing that in-stream thing where you get skipped. I got distracted because it, it only has four seconds and that got me on to 15 seconds is how short the videos need to be. So we kind of went down the video path and here is an example. I did um, a search for um, real estate in, real estate agents in Phoenix, real estate in Phoenix. And I, I got a list. How many results did I get? 302,000 um, Facebook videos for real estate in Phoenix. Now I didn't say real estate agents. But you know what's interesting about this, and I would think that Google searched, because Google owns YouTube, um, would have searched in order of relevance. So here's the thing. All of these are ancient. So one of them is two months old. The next one is a year ago. The next one's a year ago. The next one's 10 months ago. One's seven years ago. So clearly, real estate agents aren't keeping up with YouTube. So I'm going to start advising my clients that maybe we need to be doing YouTube ads. Um, Tom, you do tons of videos. Um, Judy, you'd be perfect for video. Jennifer, you'd be great for video. Um, you know, Hal, I mean, all of you um, who want to have engaging, you know, you don't want to bore people. And some of these are really long, like six minutes, five minutes, four minutes, seven minutes. So that's too long for a video. So the idea would be that um, you would go to um, your favorite plumber and say, hey, you want to do um, a two-minute video uh, um, on what's the biggest problems in our area with plumbing or what type of maintenance do people need to be thinking about? And then go to the electrician and then go to the pest control guy and, and just have these interviews and say, you know, real and, and we would call the series something with the word real estate in it. So real estate homeowner tips, right? Because homeowners need those people, not not renters. And then home buyers, then you would um, you could interview each other. So Fran and, and Judy, you could interview each other on what's going on in real estate. Um, so those are all easy things to do. They're short, so you don't have to worry about screwing up, and, and, and which most of us do, by the way. Um, and, you know, that quote that I mentioned, um, I'm looking for it, um, is, is that people uh, trust imperfect people. We implicitly trust people who 
drop the camera, <laughs> right? It's like, whoops, that's what I would do. So Kelly and I always laugh about stuff uh, in, in Messenger about, well, this happened and then that happened and oh my God, I got so frazzled, I just didn't do it at all. But that's actually human. And what if you take away anything from this, that's really what Facebook and YouTube and what the world is asking of you now. For some reason, and it might be the average age demographic, which is around 53 um, for real estate agents, that there's a stigma that professional means perfect. And that, you know, I don't want to appear goofy, but um, you won't feel, you're human. And so now what we've done is the pendulum swung too far. It went to, uh, and that doesn't mean wearing jeans, by the way. It means being friendly, being being um, engaging, being personal. It doesn't mean wearing a t-shirt. Don't ever do do videos with t-shirts and jeans. Okay, that is disrespectful to the to the reader, Be, unless you're working on a car and the video is about car repair and not about real estate. But remember, your brand is everywhere. So so when you go out and communicate, you want people to think about. Um, this person's a really nice person. I'd like to get to know them better, you know, and, and when I'm ready for a realtor, I might use them. That's the message that you want to get to people. And so um, to wrap up, I wanted to show you, I, I posted this on, uh, on, on Facebook, but this is my new shirt. It says, I know it's backwards. It says marketing badass on it. And um, the reason why I'm showing this to you, because I love this shirt and I don't wear t-shirts, not my thing. Um, but I will wear this shirt. I'll wear a jacket over it. Um, but the, um, or a sweater. Uh, but the reason why it's cool is this is called a premium. And I'm going to leave you with this thought. What kinds of things? So I've talked about leaving gifts. Uh, if you leave a postcard, leave a gift. So Jerry did an excellent job of this around the holidays of, uh, and you know, St. Patty's Day is coming up, Easter's coming up, maybe you leave an Easter egg with a gift card in it or a dollar bill or something along those lines. Um, and, um, you know, something that, that shows um, that you're giving them something. But with a premium, you tell them um, you get a free t-shirt and the t-shirt should say, I love homes, I love my home, right? With a heart on it or something like that. And you get a free t-shirt if you schedule and keep a, an in-person real estate consultation with me. People love stuff and they love t-shirts in particular. Now, I also even have a vendor that I met at the conference, Print and Fill, I believe is their um, uh, name. I'm not sure what their website is yet, so I'll post that on, on the Facebook page. But the idea here is, is if you can give them something, um, you know, if it's, you know, get the scoop on what's happening in the market, um, you know, that will work as well. Uh, but give them an ice cream scoop, you know, for the summer. Um, so there's lots of, it's the Ginsu knife type of thing where, um, you know, savings and loan companies back in the day would give, if you opened a savings account, you would get a set of Ginsu knives. Um, people have stopped doing that as much, but apparently it is like catches on like wildfire. So um, if you can print up these shirts, like the guy was saying that he would be able to print and ship them for like $2.99. And it's, it's, a, it's a nice shirt. I don't know if it'll shrink, but um, the whole idea is, is that it's cute and it's fun and um, people want free stuff. 
So keep that in mind. Your homework is to figure out what your, your uh, premium, so that's what we call these things, premium might be. So what would your, what would your hook be? Because people don't inherently want to meet with you. They don't want to call you. They don't want to meet with you. They don't want you to bother them. So you got to give them something up front that says, okay, I'll give you my email address or okay, I'll, um, I'll meet with you. That's ultimately, this is a, a, the physical way of giving something as opposed to just giving tips or a free guide or something like that, which is also a great uh, premium as well. Uh, but it does require them to read something. They would rather probably interact with you. So those are my tips so far today. Um, there's still a ton more to talk about. So, um, you know, let's reconvene here now. Just a heads up, guys. Um, the Pacific Coast is catching up with us on Saturday, well, technically Sunday morning at 2 a.m. So everybody's going to spring ahead like bunny rabbits. And um, Chris and Jerry and all those people on the East Coast are going to step away from us by one hour. Uh, was it something we said? We promised we all took showers. Um, so anyway, uh, we're now going to be starting at 8 a.m. Uh, we always start at 8 a.m. Pacific, but for my Arizona people, this shifts to 8 a.m. We go up one hour. No promises. I might still be in bunny slippers in my bathrobe, um, <laughs> which would be kind of funny to do a session dressed like that. Um, but yeah, so instead of 9 a.m. Uh, Arizona time, we'll be 8 a.m. Arizona time. Everybody else, nothing changes. 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. So, um, <laughs> badass realtor. Oh, Judy, that would be hysterical. <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, so now I've started something. So you guys, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. And if you have any questions, email me at Pam at PowerWordsPowerProfit.com. And remember, go check out the site. See what's there. Um, you might find that it's a good time to join if you haven't already. And also, if you're already a member, log on and go play around and look at all the things that are available to you. Everything is written for you. You don't have to do any you know, a lot of work at this point. When we talk about marketing, all the stuff has been done for you. So that's important. All right, guys, we'll talk to you later. Take care and thanks for your time. Bye-bye.